This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's look at our, our pick six this week. So, Kate, I'm going to turn it to you. What is you, what, Give me one of your, your pick sixes. One of my pick sixes, I like the over, speaking of South Carolina, I like the over mm. uh, 52 in their game against Clemson this weekend. South Carolina against Tennessee, big upset win they're coming off. They put up 63 points against them, and they were 23.5-point underdogs in that game. So absolutely huge game for Spencer Rattler. Uh, threw for over 430 yards, six touchdowns. Uh, so I think he can build off that this year. Maybe maybe not put up quite those numbers, but still a lot of, of momentum coming into this game against Clemson. Um South Carolina also could get running back Marshawn Lloyd uh, back this week. He's been out with a quad uh, contusion, missed the last three games. So that would be huge for their offense to get him back. Uh, and what gives me some hope that South Carolina can stay with Clemson and, and put some points on the board is that you look at Clemson's schedule, they haven't played anyone quite as tough as yeah. what South Carolina has played this year. So Clemson might be the better opponent. I mean, we see that uh, they're heavily favored 14 and a half, but I think that uh, this South Carolina offense is able to stick with Clemson and um, the amount of offense that, that they're putting up each game. They're averaging over 400 yards of total offense themselves. So I think a high scoring back and forth battle here, but I want to know what you think about the side here, because that is one of your plays. Yeah, too bad you can't run sirens on a radio show that goes across the country to alarm <laughs> people. But whoo, squad play, squad play. Hey, you, play, you guys yep. might be able to use that. You know, like, well, detective, I'm with you. Good cop, bad cop. But yes, I'm with you. I've got a play <laughs> of South Carolina covering the 14 and a half at Clemson. You mentioned a couple of things I was going to hit on. Number one, Clemson has been playing a lot of cupcakes. The ACC is probably all cream chocolate filling that's what it should stand for because there's just a lot of soft teams you, you, you get to play boston college teams like that you know you just really are building up a resume of numbers not necessarily against quality opponents south carolina the way they i know i don't think anyone saw that type of dominance coming last week against tennessee yes tennessee is really not known for their defense but just the amount of offense out of south carolina do i see another 60 point game out of them no but do I also see them down 20 points against a Clemson team that struggled at times? I mean, that loss at Notre Dame, I think, said a lot is because they're playing a team in a conference that's built on competition, and this is one of your not only bowl-eligible teams, but if South Carolina has a strong showing in this game, say they only lose by three or four points, then now they're going to be in a better bowl game just in the showing against a ranked team. Clemson is going to try and step on the gas, but I don't think when they try to, and it's a good team, they seem to not be able to do it. The quarterback play has been suspect at times. So I like South Carolina to cover that 14 and a half. And plus because it's a state rivalry game and it always feels like South Carolina has been kind of the beat up stepchild, if you will. I don't mean to be funny when I say that, but it, it, again, when, when you do 63 points against the number five team in the country the previous week, you're going to have some confidence. Spencer Rattler, as you mentioned, has, has he's been in big games, went back in his days in Oklahoma. He knows what it firstly looks like. He's starting to taste success. So I like South Carolina, not so much to win the game, but really make it an interesting game into the fourth quarter. And if it's only a 
four or five point, seven point game, then you could kind of probably have some confidence that the spread would cover. Even if it hits at 14, you still win. All right, Kate, give us your next pick six. Well, I like that we are in similar thought processes on that last game. I mean, if South Carolina is going to cover, I think it'll be closer scoring, high scoring. So I'm also going to go with a high scoring game in this Baylor-Texas matchup. Over 56 in this one, uh, over at bet, 55 and a half rather at bet MGM, even better. Baylor lost last week, that last second field goal to TCU. So while it was a loss on their record, I think that gives them some confidence coming into this game. Uh, quarterback Blake Shapin, he's he had a solid game. And this Baylor offense, they're averaging 34 points per game, uh, over 440 total yards this season. They have a top 30 scoring offense, top 25 run game. Uh, and it's re- led by Richard Reese, who has 14 touchdowns. On the year, I had to like go double check, fact check myself a couple times thinking 14 touchdowns. That's pretty good. And then you look at the other side uh, of the field and you have Texas, who has the best running back in college football in Bijan Robinson. So he ran all over uh, Kansas last week and I could see him doing that again with Baylor. So just points, points, points there. Uh, and Texas could kind of use a big statement win in their finale just to kind of show and, and prove to their fans and supporters that this is still a team that's on. I'm knocking things over here uh, on the right direction and, and continuing to grow under uh, Steve Sarkeesian. So I like all the points as possible in this game. Plus, Big 12 games have been overs have been fantastic all season long. Not a whole lot of well, defense I- going on in the Big 12. Well, actually, I thought it was a point of emphasis when when I heard the bang, and I was just like, "Oh wow, she's really yeah. passionate about this pick," you know. But you know what? Look, I am. Look, I'm with you. I'm with you on this in terms of the high scoring because Texas needs to do two things: they need to put points on the board, they need this victory, and they need for a couple of other things that to get into my next play here shortly to happen to still have a chance to get into the Big Twelve Championship. I'm sorry, the Big Ten Championship. No, it's twelve now. It's twelve of them yeah. now. So yeah, so. They're ch- they, so they've got to do a couple of things: score a lot of points, get get especially a victory against Baylor, who, who took TCU to the wire last week. So Texas at home, I, I definitely look for a high score. You know, I think it's get, you might bite your nails a little bit. You know, at that fifty-five and a half at towards the end of the game, but I think Texas will put another one in the end zone to get you over fifty-six, which goes into my play, which is TCU minus ten versus Iowa State. TCU still undefeated, number four in in, in the college football playoff rankings. But I think it's an open secret (laughs) that TCU is not that desired team and USC is just standing there knocking at the door. I think it kind of gets into a little bit of the politics of team travel, legacy. If you have USC as one of the teams, then you're potentially looking at uh, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, USC, it doesn't get more blue blood than that. And you've got these big stadiums to fill. So TCU, I think, knows that not only do they have to win, but they have to cover and cover big against Iowa State. Yes, they had that scare last week with Baylor, but I think sometimes when you have those situations, it builds stronger in you and that team and saying, okay, we got over something that nearly cost us. Now we can take care of the mission at hand and still a couple of things in front of them. If they get to the Big 12 tournament, they still the the championship, they're going to have to probably beat Kansas State. If they slip, then Texas steps in there. So they 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 I'm sure they're feeling the pressure from both sides, and that's why I think TCU will step it up big and cover the spread of minus ten. 
Yeah, I, I like that because, like you've mentioned, TCU has to continue pushing forward and bringing the momentum heading into uh, what would be the Big 12 championship game. And if they want a chance to stay in the college football playoff, to be putting a ton of points on the board and showing the committee that their offense can keep things rolling because um, there are other teams knocking on the door for the playoffs that could take their spot. Yeah, and I think this is a game that if if TCU doesn't cover, and this is why it's, the 10 number is very interesting because you're saying they need to win by at least two scores. And mm-hmm. if they don't win by two scores, you may see – just by the computer that this mysterious computer that's probably somewhere in Roswell, New Mexico, is going to drop TCU if they don't have a strong showing where the other teams have such a strong showing that it's like, okay, we're going to drop an undefeated team out of the top four just because of a poor showing against Iowa State. So that'd be very interesting. All right, Kate, you got another one for us. I like this play right here. Yep, my last play is Wake Forest minus three and a half uh, over the Duke Blue Devils. Duke's been playing better than expected this season, but I think they're going to have a hard time containing Sam Hartman and the the explosive Wake Forest offense. Wake is 11th in the nation in passing offense. They're 88th in rushing, 15th overall in scoring. Uh, And uh, Duke has given up over 250 yards and 22 touchdowns through the air this season. So, if, if Sam Hartman can take care of the uh, the ball, make some good decisions, I think this game has uh, Wake Forest written all over it. Yeah, I like that play as well. I like the under of 66 and a half. I think Wake Forest will probably throttle it down as they get ahead early. All right, my final play, Michigan Moneyline at Ohio State Ooh. plus 240 in the upset. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.